This is the Jeopardy podcast. And now, here are the hosts of the Jeopardy podcast, Jamie and Katie. This is the Jeopardy podcast. And now, here are the hosts of the Jeopardy podcast, Jamie and Katie. Hello everyone, this is the Evil Chocolate Cookie bringing you today's edition of the Jeopardy Chronicles. And we are down to the wire now. We started out with 21 contestants in our Tournament of Champions. The pool gradually shrank. First to nine, now to three. One of those three is just days away from winning $250,000. Who will it be? Well, here's the twist this year. As I said earlier in the tournament, but now it's very relevant. Rather than a two-game total point affair as the finals have historically been, the first person to three wins will take the crown, figuratively speaking. There is no literal crown. I wish there was. That would be cool. Michael Davies, if you're listening, hint, hint. (laughs) Anyway, that, that means there could be as few as three matches, as many as seven. It just depends on how the cards fall. This was also the format used in the 2020 Greatest of All Time Tournament, which we have yet to discuss, but we most definitely will be discussing it as soon as possible. So, I'm going to introduce the contestants today that we will have with us for the remainder of the tournament. We have Sam Buttry, Amy Schneider, and Andrew He. And I did not introduce them in the order they were introduced on the program, I just picked a random order and threw them into it. These three, well, one of them, that of course being Amy, was automatically sent to the semifinals during the tournament. The other two had to get through not only the semifinals, but the quarterfinals as well. Which they were, of course, able to do, otherwise, they would not be in the finals right now. But that's kind of a moot point. This was a very, very close game today. There were several directions it could have gone. There was a brief moment when it did look like it would be a runaway, but that ended up not happening in that moment. Because as bad as I hate to admit it on one count, we had three very strong players today. As you, as you guys know, one of them gets on my last final nerve. And all of the other nerves, too. But I think I've spoken at length about the reasons for that particular player getting on my nerves. So we won't go there yet. Yeah. 
At the end of the Jeopardy round, actually, Amy had the lead. A very narrow lead, but the lead all the same. There were only $800 between first and third place. So, yeah, it was a tight game. And with a couple of small exceptions during the game, it remained a very tight game. Andrew ended up finding two of the the three daily doubles and scoring pretty big on them. Poor Sam landed one and lost a nice fat chunk of his money because he missed it. He was on the right track. I'll, I'll say that. He was on the right track, but the answer just did not come to him in time. And he wasn't exactly sure, so. that That's why I say watch your wagers. Although in this case, I must admit he really didn't have much of a choice. He had to wager, he had to, wager to try to get the lead. Which he did, and it sadly ended up not working out for him. Stop it, voiceover. Sorry, my cursor went wee and bouncy, bouncy, bouncy. When Final Jeopardy came around, Sam and Andrew both had the correct response. Sam chose not to wager anything, which normally I would I would applaud. But this is the Tournament of Champions Finals, people. You've got to bet to win. Which is precisely, unfortunately for my nerves, what Andrew did. And managed to take game one of the finals. This tournament is far from over, though, because two more wins are still needed, and the competitors are all very, very strong players. Um, this tournament as a whole has been very full of tight matches that turned on a single clue. And now we're into the finals. I see, I do forecast that happening a lot more because these three are powerhouses. Like I said, as much as in one case, I hate to admit it. Because I want to punch one of them in the nose. But yeah, these these three are very, very strong players. Actually, the only reason Amy Schneider went on her 40-day streak is because of a game that turned on a single clue. So that is why I say nothing is out of the question. I don't care if you got $1 to your name in Final Jeopardy. And you if you don't risk it and the other two make a really dumb move, you can win the game with $1. If the if your other two competitors bet everything they've got and you just have that $1, you can win the game. So you are never out of it. The only time you are well and truly out of the game is if you score in the negative at the end of Double Jeopardy, in which case you have no money to play Final Jeopardy with and therefore cannot be the champion. But that's that's it. Nobody is ever out of a game. And I think today's game proved that. 
because it really did turn on a single clue. Sure, Andrew had the lead going into Final Jeopardy, but there are a lot of people who have had the lead going into Final Jeopardy and still ended up in second or third place. <laughs> Ken Jennings. <laughs> H&R Block. FedEx. Sorry. Had to. But it's that's just one of those things that you have to remember. Hosts, if you are listening to this, do not ever tell contestants they're playing for second place if someone has a huge lead. Because one clue, one, that's all it takes. Just one. One clue, one dumb wager, and we have a very different outcome. I can't say this enough. But those are just my thoughts concerning today's game and the tournament in general. I think that's really all I've got regarding this particular match. It's it's a lot. It's a little bit shorter now that I don't have contestant backgrounds to run because if I ran them every night people would just get so bored and they'd stop listening and I don't need that because listeners are what make these things so there, there's that but I did want to let you know that on Thursday night I will possibly be late getting this out to you I know I've said that a couple of other times and it hasn't happened but I'm pretty sure it will this time. I am not going to say too much other than I have somewhere I need to be. I have something I need to do. And it may result in me getting to watch Jeopardy later. And consequently, it may that will cause this to come out later. But I just wanted to let my listeners know. Because you, you guys have gotten used to it coming out around the same time every night. So I wanted to let you know that there would be a slight disturbance in that routine so that you don't, you know, not get the pop-up from your podcast thing and be like, "Uh uh-oh, there's no episode today. You'll be getting your pop-up, it'll just be a little bit later. So I just wanted to let everyone know about that. Flashbacks will continue throughout this week. And at least into Monday of next week. I would say. Because. I I do know how the I do know how the tournament turned out because obviously this is a rerun. I can tell you exactly how many games were in the tournament. And I will say it came down to the wire, basically. That's all I'm gonna put out there. But also, if you can see the summer rerun schedule, you know when the Tournament of Champions re-airing is set to end. After the last game of the tournament, we may be off for a few days. Depending on what they choose to re-air during that last slot. And new episodes resume a week from Monday. We'll have some more tournaments to cover then. 
because that's what's starting out the season is a couple of new tournaments. Well, second chance and then the champion's wild card. But that's just what you can expect for the next couple of weeks. Even if we are off a nice chunk of next week due to insignificant, non-interesting... Well, not insignificant, but non-interesting games that maybe we've already covered or that don't merit being covered. Um, we will be here for Spotlight and Strategy Corner that weekend. But I just wanted to let you know that there is a possibility that we may take a few days off next week. Either that, or if you'd rather, I will pull up Pluto TV and substitute a few games in there. We may cover a few. F- we may cover a few of Ken's games or James's games or somebody's games, in place of whatever the producer's choice reruns are, because they may not be interesting. I just don't know. But that's just the rundown of what you can expect over the next couple of weeks. And I'm going to sign off so I don't continue rambling. And I'm going to go ahead and go to sleep. And all of that kind of good stuff because it's bedtime. I know it's early for some of you, but I woke up at 3 a.m. So I'm going to say good night. And as Alex would say, so long, everybody. This is Jamie T speaking for the Jeopardy podcast, an evil chocolate cookie production. This is Jamie T speaking for the Jeopardy podcast, an evil chocolate cookie production.